But let me welcome onto the show Samkele Maseko, SABC political journalist. Samke, good morning to you. Very good morning to you, Kathy, and to the listeners. Look, if I look at what was happening just this past weekend, the different reporting, I mean, speculation all over the place about what exactly was on the agenda of this weekend's NEC meeting. I mean, it's not unusual to have it be talked about generally, but uh, certainly the amount of attention that has been put into trying to decipher what exactly would be on the agenda. What made this meeting so important? This meeting was very important, Cathy, because in essence, it was speaking to the organizational redesign of the African National Congress organogram, where you're essentially looking at the ANC retrenching or laying off some of its staff, particularly knowing that they've been struggling to pay salaries over the past few years since that watershed 2017 elective conference of the African National Congress. The Treasurer General of the ANC, Paul Mashatile, has in many instances been at loggerheads with the staff of Lutuli House for failing to pay salaries on time. And at one point, they were behind by three months of paying those workers' salaries, which are the Jews of the workers who worked very hard for those monies. So in essence, it was the organogram of the African National Congress. Secondly, it was the preparation for the various provincial conferences of the ANC that will be taking place. With the first one starting off this weekend on Friday with the Umalanga provincial conference going ahead, where Mandlando is expected to go head-to-head against Lakin Denisa for the, provision, for the position of provincial chairperson of Umalanga, which was the second biggest province of the African National Congress at its 54th National Conference in Nazarek. But their membership has dwindled over the past few years. And it will be for the first time that Mpumalanga goes to a provincial conference since Atik Imabuza was re-elected into that particular position back in 2016. Let's talk then about what was actually on the agenda. Of course, uh, we're expecting that briefing to take place later today. But from what do you know? In essence, what was on the agenda was the provincial conferences. It was preparations for the 55th National Conference in December, the various guidelines that will be used for the various regional conferences that are going to be taking place for the provincial conferences, and ultimately for the 55th National Conference in December. And also in between, there will be a policy conference slash National General Council, which will take place around June uh, this year or later on in July where the ANC will fine-tune its policies before they go to the 55th National Conference. And also, the constitutional amendments that will be taking place within the ANC Constitution during the course of the year, they've got to prepare those to go to the branches for comments, and ultimately that will be discussed at the policy conference and ultimately uh, be resolved upon at the 55th National Conference in December. There were also issues around... Uh, Dr. Gwendra Mahupa, the type of role she's going to play in the SGO, the Secretary General's Office, as the coordinator of that specific office, working with the Treasurer General of the ANC, Paul Mashakile, as they hold the fort in the SGO in the absence of Jesse Duarte, who's currently on sick leave, and also in the absence of the Secretary General, Eik Mahashule, who has been suspended by the party. So largely... This weekend, the National Executive Committee of the ANC was inward looking and looking at the various issues that are facing the African National Congress, the preparations for the various regional, provincial and national conference, and also the the organizational redesign of the party. But most importantly, they were also looking at the court judgment 
which uh, prohibited South Africa from donating the 50 million rands to Cuba, which uh, the Department of International Relations and Cooperation will be taking on legal review and appealing, and the ANC will have a final wording on where they stand on that particular matter, as you've known that they've been long-time allies of Cuba. So they will, in instance, uh, support the Department of International Relations and Cooperation in appealing that particular high court judgment and also the issues pertaining to COVID-19 and to the recent investment uh, conference that took place in the country in Sentin. So pretty much an inward-looking National Executive Committee of the African National Congress with a little bit of glimpse of here and there of government work. And in essence, you know that President Soro Maposa during that National Executive Committee had to leave and go to the United Arab Emirates where he is currently at, currently in Dubai. Samkele, we're going to continue this conversation and I want us then to speak about the issue of the step aside that was much spoken about. And it doesn't just center around the person of Batabile Glamini, but there are many other leaders in the organization who, as it stands, have been expected to step aside given the cases that they're facing before the courts. And that has not happened. We'll continue the conversation with Samkele Maseko after this. We continue the conversation on the talking point. For our thinking point today, we're reflecting on uh, the weekend's ANC-NEC meeting. Samkele Maseko is uh, the SABC political journalist who's joining us for this conversation. Samkele, this issue of step aside, there was a lot of speculation around the fact that this would top the agenda of this weekend's NEC meeting. And there really seems to be a push for there to be something to happen to people who have either had cases before them, uh, such as the individuals in Polokwane, or Limpopo, should I say, rather, uh, at least five of them who are expected to step aside but have not done so. There's, of course, the case of Batabile Dlamini, who's been found guilty, effectively, of perjury and yet was part of this NEC meeting. In essence, what you have is that the ANC has to enforce its step-aside uh, rules, particularly knowing that uh, you've got other ANC members like Bongani Bongo who have already stepped aside on the virtue that they have been formally charged. You've got the likes of Eva Makashule who refused to step aside and was first suspended by the party. And you've got to the likes of Denim Caesar who's also stepped aside in Hayden from Limpopo who is the provincial treasurer of that particular province. Uh, in essence, officially he played no part in the ANC's January 8th statement which was held in his province in Limpopo and in particular held in Polokwane. You've also got the likes of Terrison Tutu out in the Eastern Cape who's a, pre- who's a hopeful to with the provincial secretary who was going head to head with, uh, within that position against Lula Mandela. He told me the current provincial secretary, Terence Ndutu, has also stepped aside as he was charged. Charges were withdrawn and he was later, those charges were reinstated and his first had to step aside again now. Forcefully by the African National Congress, you've got Zangile Kumete out in the Etegune region. You've got Michael Maguyakulu, the deputy chairperson of the ANC in KwaZulu Natal, who's also stepped aside. So it essentially tells you that Batabile Lamine will also have to follow suit very soon because she's not only been formally charged, but she's also been convicted of perjury by the Johannesburg Magistrates Court. And there's a verdict against her, and she's just waiting sentencing from that particular court. In essence, it tells you that her days in office may be seemingly numbered as per the ANC step-aside uh, resolutions, not by some Kelemasevo, but by the ANC itself, which says that if you are found guilty, if you are charged, 
you have to immediately step aside. And 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 in this case, her political woes also worsen because of course that team that is led by the likes of Natinta or ANC NEC member, which is looking at to the legitimacy of the ANC Women's League National Executive Committee as their term of office has long expired. Hence, you saw the ANC are basically converting the various uh, PECs in Mpumalanga and in the Eastern Cape to uh, provincial task teams after their term of offices had lapsed because on the virtue of the poor Ramakata judgment in 2012 against the ANC in the free state where an illegitimate structure was presiding over the branch general meetings, preparing for that provincial conference that took place within that province, which in essence they lost out to the constitutional court. And you've also now had the various court judgments on the various provincial structures and provincial elective conferences that have taken place in the ANC subsequent to that particular judgment. So it essentially tells you that an illegitimate structure whose term of office has lapsed cannot preside over the branch general meetings of that league, of that provincial structure, that regional structure, because it will automatically mean there can be a litigation case against the ANC, which in most cases they will definitely lose judging from the poor Ramakata judgment. So when we look at the decisions that are being made currently, including, again, the decision to, uh, you know, send the findings and the recommendations of the Zondo report to a particular committee that will advise the party on how to process it, how much of the decision-making right now is being taken with the context of December in, in mind? Many of the decisions that are being taken currently in the African National Congress have got December in mind. Anyone who goes to an elective conference, whether they want to come back as a president or come back as an SG or DP or whatever position in the African National Congress, you've got to prepare to go into a provincial or a regional or a national conference. You can't just walk into a conference and contest without knowing the balance of forces and also preparing those balance of forces, particularly knowing with the various branch general meetings that are currently taking place in most provinces right now who are going to provincial conferences such as Limpopo, such as Eastern Cape, such as Gauteng and the Western Cape and Northwest and also the Free State Province. It also it essentially tells you that many leaders within the African National Congress are preparing for that December conference, particularly uh, the, the ones that will be most watched will be the Mpumalanga Provincial Conference come Friday because it will essentially tell you the fate of the future of the incumbent deputy president of the African National Congress, David Dadete Mabuza. It will also, in essence, tell you the political future of ANC, NEC member, one who's also been seen as a rising star within the African National Congress, the current Minister of Creation services and justice, that will be Ronald Ozilamula, who's been tipped to be gunning for the deputy presidency of the African National Congress. We've also got Paul Mashatile, the Treasurer General of the ANC, who's thrown his hat into the ring. And if Lebohang Maile were to win the Gauteng elective conference, that would automatically mean a nomination for Paul Spokes Mashatile as the deputy president of the ANC. If Panyazali Sufi wins, well, it will tell you which way it may go, because Panyazali Sufi may not be seen as to be close to Paul Mashatile as Lebohang Maile is currently seen to be very close to the TG of the African National Congress. So in essence, all of the decisions that are being taken now have the December conference in mind. But one other thing that was on the agenda of the African National Congress, NEC, was the reconstitution of the various subcommittees of the African National Congress, which has pretty much been seen as Cyril Ramaphosa trying to stamp his authority and grip over the African National Congress by putting 
his own people as the chairpersons of these various subcommittees of the African National Council. Remember that Ino Kotongwane was the chairperson of the ICT, Economic Transformation uh, Subcommittee, OECT, Economic, uh, Economic Transformation Committee of the African National Congress. He subsequently now is the Minister of Finance and has to relinquish that particular position to someone else to chair that ETC subcommittee of the African National Congress as they reconstitute most of those committees we wait with anticipated breath to see what the Treasurer General of the ANC, Paul Mashakile, will be announcing at 2 o'clock this afternoon on that NEC statement. All right. Samkele, let's leave it there for this morning. Samkele uh, Maseko is our political journalist here at the SABC.